are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Monday, Locked On Wildcats fans. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Show is brought to you by betonline.ag. We're going to talk a lot this week about the U of A women's basketball team and break down some of the nuances of how and where, how Arizona got here and what happened. But honestly, even though Arizona lost 54 to 53, I don't know about you, but I came away feeling that Arizona won this game because they showed in this NCAA tournament that no matter what you think of Arizona basketball right now with this squad, they were as good as any team in the country. Again, the shot at the end of the game with the Ari McDonald rims out, but there was no doubt about it that Arizona could hang with Stanford. Now, I think Stanford was probably slightly better. They, I think their size gave them a little bit more margin for error that Arizona didn't just have. But there was a lot more that you can take away from this game. And that's what we're going to hit on in this segment. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Final Four game against UConn and then the kind of the disrespect card. And we will be touching a lot more on this throughout the week. But I was talking with somebody during the game, and I think he speaks for thousands of people in the city of Tucson in that he said, you know, I've never really been a big women's college basketball fan, but watching this team totally changed me. And he said, I can't wait to see what Arizona puts out on the court next year. Now, granted, Ari McDonald won't be here. And anytime you lose the best player in school history, that's going to be a little bit of an issue. But this is a team. This is a program now that has not only galvanized the city of Tucson in a much bigger way than even the NIT run of a few years ago, they have made Arizona basketball into something that is going to be more of a a national brand. And you watch Coach Barnes, and that's where it all starts with. And you just watch how cool, calm, and collected she is. And she's just different. There's no way around it. Right after Ari McDonald's last shot where Arizona lost the game, and there were a couple questionable calls down the stretch, no doubt about it, and one call that was flat-out blown by the officials. But Coach Barnes never lost her her emotions. She never lost where her viewpoint was. And to quote my buddy Rudy, she made this— and every single time a teachable moment. She wasn't going around there screaming, flailing her arms, and you know, spitting all over herself. She was cool, calm, and collected. And think about it this way. If you're the parent of a young woman that's about to go play college basketball, and you watch Adia Barnes, is there anybody else in the country that you say, I'd clearly rather have my daughter play for that coach? No, there isn't. So the foundation, the bedrock of Arizona basketball on the women's side has been laid. I know Arizona lost by one, and there's a lot of people that say, well, I don't want to really celebrate a second-place loss. You know what we're going to do here? 
we're going to be celebrating that second place finish because of what it means for the future. This is a program that is only getting started. And before we get into the UConn game here coming up, I want to defend Coach Barnes because you have a lot of people saying, well, what was that last play right there? Ari gets the ball and there's three people on her. Honestly, I am a big believer in going down with the captain of your ship. And I think of Arizona basketball on the men's side in the Elite Eight against Illinois in 2005 with that epic debacle. And somehow Salim Stoudemire doesn't get the ball and Hassan Adams gets a decent one-on-one opportunity, but it didn't go in. And I would have rather at the time had Salim catch the ball with three people on him and take that shot because that's how Arizona got there. Same thing with Ari McDonald. Ari McDonald was the reason that Arizona got there. Arizona basketball was because of what Ari McDonald turned into over these past couple seasons. Now, it's not going to be easy to get over the loss of McDonald, and she certainly didn't play her best game, but... Adia Barnes said in the postgame presser that that ball needed to go to Ari. And honestly, I can't agree with her more on that. That was Ari McDonald's shot right there. Because honestly, let's say that she had passed the ball and somebody else had shot a wide open three and missed. I would rather have gone down with Ari McDonald. This isn't a Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr situation where you've got this professional shooter who's just going to be ready for the wide open shot. These, This is college basketball. These are different entities entirely. And so I'm going to completely defend Coach Barnes with the decision there. And again, we're going to talk about the nuances of this game throughout the week, but I wanted to kind of give you my general overlying thought of where this program is. And why don't we talk a little bit now about the destruction that Arizona laid at the feet of the Yukon Huskies, and then a little bit about the unprecedented disrespect car that Arizona encountered. Again, happy Monday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke, and we would be remiss if we didn't just talk about the Arizona-Stanford game, because quite frankly, I want to talk a little bit about the Arizona-UConn game as well in the Final Four. And a couple um, a couple real thoughts came to my mind as I was watching that destruction by the Lady Wildcats against the UConn Huskies. First and foremost, and I never thought I would say this, I think Arizona's got better talent than maybe we think. Because again, everybody knows about Ari McDonald and for people at DSPN and national writers, it's Ari, not Ari. And we're going to get to that here in the third segment. But more so than anything, when I watched UConn and you think that a game's about to be a fluke, it's generally because a team's raining threes or you're like, this doesn't look sustainable. I don't know about you, but for me, there was never a point in that Final Four game where I thought that, man, UConn's better. They just got better players, and I hope that Arizona can hold on. And that, to me, really shows how far that this program has come under Adia Barnes. Think about it this way. Paige Breckers is a fantastic player. UConn freshman point guard. You know, there's a lot of Steph Curry comparisons. She's going to be a player that's probably going to be the first pick in the draft at some point in the, I don't know, in the near future, but at some point in the future. But 
I don't care what anybody has to say. Ari McDonald right now is a better basketball player than she is. Now, you could point to it and you could say that, well, you know, one one person's four years older than the other, and that's fair, but that's not where you're supposed to rank people. And that, quite frankly, is where Arizona basketball is because you've got the best player in the country, and yet somehow she's a second-team All-American. And we're going to talk about the disrespect factor in a second, and I think what really fueled this University of Arizona run. But just across the board, though, just forget about Ari McDonald for a moment here. Did you Anybody out there watching that game, did UConn look better to you than Arizona? Just from a talent perspective, and that's what's crazy to me, is that I went into this game, and again, I'm not going to blow smoke at anybody. I'm not going to pretend that I'm a, you know, a women's college basketball aficionado, although I will say that I did sleep on this because these these women can play. And I will say that I will not be caught sleeping again when it comes to Arizona Wildcats basketball. Now, you might say, well, we don't want a bandwagon fan like you. Well, tough. There's a lot of people that are jumping on that bandwagon, and I'm certainly happy to be here. But from Sam, from Sam, from Sam Thomas to Kate Reese, just across the board, Lauren Ware coming in, Trinity Baptiste, you've got Ben Duganey. You've got a team of women that are talented. Now, again, I don't know. Maybe Ari McDonald's the only one that's going to play in the WNBA, although I would say that I think somebody like Lauren Ware at some point will. Who knows? Maybe Kate or Sam Thomas will as well because kind of get that jack-of-all-trades player in Sam Thomas who... Coach Adia Barnes has talked about is as talented a defensive player as there is in the country. And Coach Barnes, while she rides for her players, is not the one either that's just going to make things up just to sound good. Anybody that watches Coach Barnes knows how she rolls in that regard. But I think the talent is better right now than maybe we thought. And again, people are talking about, well, UConn is maybe not quite what UConn was. I don't care. At the end of the day, when you still make 10-plus straight Final Fours, when you still are bringing in the number one player in the country year in and year out, heck, next year UConn's bringing in the best player in the country, talent isn't an issue, really. Now, again, maybe he's not as talented as UConn teams of the past, but what you saw from Arizona against UConn was a team that if they played 10 times, Arizona is winning their fair share of those matchups. That's not a situation where you look at it and, and think, all right, well, we got uh, UConn on that 20% game, and Arizona got lucky there. That's not what happened, and that's not what happened at all. And I think Gino Oriema, in his heart of hearts, and with the way that he talked about this Arizona Wildcats basketball team, knows that. Now, again, this if there was a breakthrough performance for this women's basketball team where it really showed that, you know what, we've arrived, Kind of like how Lute Olsen's was in 1988 against North Carolina in the Elite Eight where you just smacked a national brand. I think this is that game right there. This is the one where you have to take notice. This is a little different than beating Indiana in the Elite Eight. This is something where you just took out the biggest name in college basketball and you took it out in a manner in which I don't think that anybody saw coming. Now... Anybody who watched that game knows how strong and how talented these women are out there. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me in the least if 
some of them have consumed built bars to get to where they're at. Now, it takes talent to get where they're at, but you know what you need? You need protein that goes with that talent to help rebuild that muscle after a tired, after a tough day's work. And it wouldn't surprise me if Built Bar has helped this women's basketball team the same way that it's helped me. You can get Built Bar in many different flavors, and the great thing about it is, is that Built Bar tastes good. And you know what? If you want to play a little bit of the uh, disrespect card because you're not feeling good at the gym, Built Bar is good for that too. And we talk a little bit about U of A women's basketball and some of the disrespect that came at the hands of the national media and whatever coach Barnes says, I think that this certainly did propel this team into the position that they're in. You're listening to locked on wildcats. I'm Mike Luke. This historic run that Arizona went on, A lot of people say, well, I didn't really see this happening. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't see it happening. I thought that they had a chance at the Final Four. I certainly didn't see the Wildcats beating UConn. But one thing that I think is difficult to understate in sports is the respect card. Now, a lot of times I kind of roll my eyes at that because I've literally seen in college basketball, and I'm sure you have too, number one seeds saying, oh, nobody res- expected us to be there. Well, dude, you're number one seed. You were never somebody that expected you to be there. And so when I hear the disrespecter, nobody believed in me, like I said, that's kind of met with a little bit of skepticism. But at the highest level of sports, which this is, respect matters. And just look at, look at a guy like Michael Jordan. His entire life was built on competition and wanting respect in the basketball world. And now I think he's kind of miserable because he doesn't have, he can't itch, scratch that itch anymore. Then you look at a guy like Kevin Durant, who is so nervous about the lack of respect that he perceives that he's getting, that he runs burner accounts going after 12-year-olds. And those are all silly. Arizona, though, is a little bit different, and it's not hard to see why. Because this isn't perceived. When the NCAA puts out a video for the Final Four talking about the four teams that are there, and there's three teams in there, and Arizona isn't one of them. My question, first of all, is this. How does that happen? How does somebody in production not look and say, Uh, there's only three teams in here. It's not like you're doing a Sweet 16 promo where you got 15 teams in there and then you forget that one's in there. This was, if this was an oversight, it's almost worse than if it was done intentionally because it just shows that not only did you not think about Arizona, they didn't even cross your mind that they were there. And that's a little bit of the issue. And that's where I think this disrespect card does come into play. Because that, quite frankly, is absolutely absurd. And that drove that drove this team, and there's no doubt about it. Then you get to Ari McDonald. Again, I don't want to sit here and pretend that I'm an expert on something that I'm not. But I've watched this tournament. I've watched her go against some of the players that are considered better. And right now, Ari McDonald is the best player in the country. That's not, that's not really my point, though, with 
this next point. My point, though, is that when you go into press conferences, as she has, and your name is routinely mispronounced, it's Ari, not Ari, is the point that she threw out there. That's just disrespect. And quite frankly, that's lazy. And let's be honest, that's crappy. Nobody likes having their name mispronounced. I mean, you know, and especially something like that, when you are at the forefront of the women's college basketball scene and you're still having to tell people how to pronounce your name, that ain't cool. And it's something that should have really annoy her. She's handled it with grace, but I'll tell you one thing, it would certainly annoy me. And also, you dovetail that with the fact that she was a second-team All-American meaning that she wasn't viewed as one of the five best players in the country, despite the fact that she's the player of the year and the defensive player of the year in the best conference, that all just lines up with not really being respected. That's what it is, and there's really no defense around that. So when Adia Barnes gave the middle finger, she was doing that to basically everybody that had disrespected this team. And my biggest fear with that was that she was going to apologize for giving the middle finger. And she very quickly came out and said, no, I'm not going to apologize. And that's why I think this city absolutely loves Adia Barnes, because she knew exactly what she was doing. I don't believe for a second that that wasn't thought out, because she had every opportunity to not do it, and it was certainly thrown out there. I think that she knew that if they won, she was going to do that, and I love that. And I think that's where her team really falls into play for her because they saw her do that, and it's not like Adia Barnes is this loud, boisterous, in-your-face type person, but you know what? That middle finger was her way of saying enough is enough is enough, and the point was made. Again, the fact that she didn't apologize I think is almost as cool as putting it out there, and the fact that she wasn't forced to apologize was almost as cool as putting that out there. So I think the disrespect card, besides the fact that this team is just a lot more talented than people like myself even thought, I think that really is kind of what propelled this team to this historic season. Now, there's going to win the season when, when everybody's back and she has her end of season press conference. I'll be interested to see how candid she is about some of the motivations for this year's team on this historic ride. But as somebody who's kind of a newcomer to the women's college basketball scene, I am totally glad that I did hop on board here. And it's weird because now I'm already looking at, okay, who do the Wildcats have coming back next year? What are the recruiting rankings like? So Adia Barnes has made this city live, has made this city invested in women's college basketball. And I don't think that there's anybody more emblematic of that maturation as, as a city than yours truly. To Adia Barnes and the women's basketball team, I speak for a lot of people in saying thank you for the ride. This was a lot of fun.